This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Welcome to the wine situation. High five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> That was a very extravagant, uh, welcoming gesture with a very missed high five. <laughs> Try this again. Yeah. There we go. All right. We need that sound action. <laughs> feel better. The deep sound action. This is the wine situation where we find out people's situation. With wine. Yes. <laughs> That's Sean Bacoltz. He is the wine whisperer. He, uh, he looks into your charred soul. Charred because it's hot outside and yeah, you so might hot. be burning up. So hot. So hot. And he pulls out that sweet, sweet, but not actually sweet, actually incredibly dry and acidic Muller Turgau. Oh. From Alto Adige. Did you know you back. had Italy in your heart? Good callback. I didn't know, actually, until yeah. I started well. drinking a lot of Italian wine. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, this speaks to my heart. <laughs> That's Ellen Clifford, guys. She's your Mademoiselle du Ballat. Ouais. <laughs> Et pour français... Uh, oui, un peu. Un peu, bien sûr. As far as we're going to get. Yeah. Um, she is an amazing uh, sommelier. She's an amazing person. Thank you. She has lovely red hair. Thank you. <laughs> she's, That's she's, it, though. She's After that, goth. I'm a beast. What? She's a goth. Yeah. Card carrying. <laughs> no, I, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything. Oh, I do have. I do cards. have custom fangs. So oh, but I, I get distracted. Oh, you have custom fangs. Yeah, that's equivalent. Way to bury the lead. Yeah, I've right. only known you for three years. Tell me. <laughs> anyway, um, but her wine knowledge is extensive, and uh, she's a um, diploma graduate. Uh, hopefully, in about a year, I will be. Oh, it's still a year. Uh, yeah. Wait, you just took that big test. I know. Was oh, that just the first that's, year? No. Well, that's that's the biggest of all the six tests we have to take. Uh, in okay. fall, we'll be doing fortified wine, and next uh, spring, we will be doing sparkling wine. And I have a paper to write either about natural wine or Romania between them. Oh. <laughs> wow. Excitement. It's a lot. So, it's you know, lot. she's highly qualified to talk about this juice. Thanks. <laughs> I try. Um. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're so glad yeah, you're here. We're we so glad you're still listening. Season three. Can yeah, you oh, that's it? right. Season three. Can you believe it? It's wild. Uh, and we have a super cool guest. Before we introduce him, we're going to do another assignment because you guys were, you gave it, we have asked you, so far we've asked what um, what the most expensive wine they've had is, what the weirdest thing they've had was, what their grocery store wine is. Pool party wine. Mm. Pool party. The responses were great. That you guys are great. So you're the best. We want to know when you want to spend a little, little extra, extra few dollars on wine. Like, what do you splurge on? What's your spl- What's a wine that you're once in a while like? Ooh, okay, it's a special day. I will buy I'll that. Go for it, Barolo. I, that was the second thing I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I realized it was so boring. I was like Burgundy and Barolo. Yeah, mm. Champagne. I feel like it's a big splurge, yeah. splurge wine. I will pay a lot for some of Dragonette's wines because okay. I get them a, okay. a few times a year. Get with that Dragonette. Yeah. I'll play a lot for like a, a Brunello de Montalcino. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Oh, I also want to give a shout out to our amazing engineer who's here too. That's right. David's We want chime in number one. We're counting them. Chime in. Hello. He's here, guys. I'm here. He's here. I'm on a microphone. Woo. We're uh, so happy you're here. We're yeah. So thank you so here. much for the shout out. You yeah. all have been very kind over email. And okay. Chats. Enough of that. We'll get back to it. <laughs> uh, should we get into our guest? Thank you, David. Yeah. I'm sorry. I totally was joking cutting that off. And no, then no, 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 no. I'll never say anything nice again. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> chime in number two. We're counting. Uh, let's go for five at least. At least for five. Yeah. I went five chime ins. Three. Ah! Ah! 
Okay. Um, but like, just to close that out, so you guys, let us know what wine you would splurge on. You can do it on Instagram and uh, wine situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, David, what do you splurge on? Sorry. Yeah. Wine wise, pet, yeah. pet nat margins. I, I just had the margins pet nat from the Vinovore episode. That's a thirty dollars well spent. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. I'll, yeah. I'll what that. a splurge! What a splurge! Thirty. That's pretty good for, I mean, a yeah. lot of people are like, I have to pay more than $10, so yeah. that's, I, I'm impressed. Wine that comes in a bottle? Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord, not that. Uh, um, um, so yeah, guys, we can't wait to hear. Yeah. We will put a post up for that on the gram. The gram. Um, our guest is an incredible author. I am such a fangirl for his books. He wrote Kitchens of the Great Midwest, uh, and his latest book, uh, The Logger Queen of Minnesota, is Excellent. Please welcome to the show, Jay Ryan Straddle. Hello. Hello. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for the invite. Happy to be here. Yeah. Um, is it is it weird to be talking? Because normally you're writing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the talking part of things. Uh, the book came out about two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, now it's the time to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And like a scheduled book tour that you're yeah. doing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on a two-day break right now. Oh, nice. Back, oh. back here in Los Angeles. I was just in... Uh, Minnesota yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'll be in Milwaukee on Wednesday. Cool. cool. Yeah. Is it um, anywhere else you're going, or is it? Oh yeah, a lot of places. Yeah. yeah, but mostly the Midwest. It turns out you put, you know, the <laughs> word Midwest or Minnesota in the title of your book, and that's where you go. Yeah. Like, we want so, you here. Happy to talk about my next book, the Rum Drinks of Hawaii. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the Brunellos of Multichief. Yeah, the Brunellos of Multichief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That actually does sound like yeah. it should, could be some sort of like campy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know gothic <laughs> novel, the Brunellos of Montecito. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For a second, I thought you were being serious with no, the Rome no, Drinks of Hawaii. I mean, you, you should easily write that. Yeah, book. I'm completely unqualified. Uh, so as a novelist, it's perfect. Yeah, you know, I, I'll go there for research. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. years of research. Possibly yeah. Yeah. Just drinking Absolutely, rum drinks in Hawaii, yeah. and then yeah. back for the book tour. And back for the back book tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, so we are we have you a little uh, off brand for your latest book. Oh, happy, happy! I enjoy. learned so much about beer reading that, um, <laughs> but we're opening up a rosado from España. Mm, wonderful. Uh, the wine is clean. The wine yep. is clean. So now let's start erasing that beer knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> that is a deep pink wine. Oh yeah, it's lovely. Nice. Uh, this is a Garnacha and Cabernet oh. Sauvignon blend. I know it's a little dim in this room, but that's almost as dark as a Tavel. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know wine things. I'm impressed. David gets some too. Yeah, we all drink here. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm behaving. <laughs> Four? Uh, or was that five? Now that, I've lost count and we didn't that, even start is, drinking. This is five. I'm not okay. counting. Um, well, cheers. cheers. Thanks again for being here, Ryan. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Yum. I like that. Oh, that's superb. I'm down with that. Superb. It's more acid than that, than I remember. What, who's the winemaker? It's Vino de Pago Ailes? Ailes? Ailes, yeah. Uh, I looked them up just briefly and got as far as they make it in Aragon, which is like mm. just south of Rioja and to the, uh, to the, to the east, east of yeah. Ribera yeah. del Duero. It's um, not just a neutralizing gas, Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place. Or the, or the hero of Lord of the Rings. Thank um, you. They use every font on this bottle. <laughs> I know. It's like all over the place. Yeah, it is New, a cool bottle. New yeah. Times Roman. There's like some Chinese on there. It's, yeah. Some it's a very inclusive yeah. wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and very delicious. Yeah. 
So are you more of a beer person or are you more of a wine person? I think I'm more of a wine person. Okay. Yeah. But I wrote about beer because I wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, come from a beer state, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. There's, if I'm ever writing a book about wine, it probably won't be set in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite Minnesotan beer? Oh, that's it. Uh, right now, it's probably Castle Dangers IPA. Okay. It's this little town north of Duluth, about 45 minutes. Wow. has a brewery, and it's phenomenal. The town's name is Castle Dangers? Yeah, isn't wow. that the that's best a great name, name for a town? Yeah. I, I mean, like, we were talking about goths earlier. I should I mean, be from there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Alan Clifford from Castle Danger. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone grows up a drummer. <laughs> it, it, it does sound like an ABC drama or something. Yeah, yeah. Tonight Castle, on Castle, Castle Danger. Danger. <laughs> Ellen fights with the guest yeah. stars from the Brunellos of Montalcino. Yeah, oh. <laughs> we're gonna write so many TV shows here, guys. Uh, exactly, all the characters are places and wine names. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you there the beer it's from. Oh from yeah, there? Who's yeah, it? it's brewed there. The brewery is called Castle Danger. Oh okay. Yeah, Perfect. they figured like we can't beat this name. You we're from what? here. You know, let's I need run to with try it. this beer. Totally. Yeah, it's wonderful. Is it available outside of the state? Uh, I don't think so. <sighs> At least mm. not yet. It, hopefully, it'll it'll pick up. It's won the Minneapolis Star Tribune's uh, beer bracket each year. Oh, wow. cool! Yeah, so cool. that's how it got on my radar. I just read about it. Then I went there uh, last year. Is yeah. it uh, in your book? Uh, unfortunately, I don't mention it because uh, most of the most of the book takes place before this year, and the uh-huh. brewery's fairly new. Okay. Yeah, when one of my main characters is learning about beer, the five Midwestern IPAs she's given as an example of them are all still around, but Castle Danger didn't yet exist. Yeah. yeah. All right. There's some other ones too, like like uh, Modest, which is in uh, Minneapolis, makes mostly hazy IPAs, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of a sucker for. Yeah, I That's like a, a hazy IPA. Yeah, it's a oh, trend right. I still enjoy. Yeah. So what makes good beer in Minnesota? Is it just the water? Or is it just mm. like the culture? Or is it just I think there's both, a, maybe? I, or? I'd say the culture. I yeah. mean, there's a real culture of non-competitiveness and... and um, like sharing what, of knowledge and stuff. Yeah, yeah. definitely, and mutual aid. Hmm. And most of the brewers in Minnesota aren't interested in getting bigger than they are now. Huh. Huh. Yeah, they're they're not interested in being widely distributed or being like these kind of, you know, ballast point size operations. Right. They then get snatched up by Constellation brands. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. sure they wouldn't, you know, I'm sure some of these brewers wouldn't kick that amount of money out, but they're not trying to get big enough to be worth that much. Right, right, right. Yeah, they, they, they like things the way they are. They've gotten to about the size where, all right, we still enjoy this, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least the ones I've spoken to, you know, kind of related that to me. And, and uh, more and more are popping up all the time that other states and localities might have reached or even passed a saturation point for breweries, but mm-hmm. Minnesota is still growing. So out of curiosity, because one of the many things that I really dug about that book is that, that it was all women beer really? makers. Mm-hmm. Did you... Is that something you noticed along the way and that inspired it, or was that something yeah, you set out to do? Yeah, there's a few in Minnesota, but I set out to do it a little more intentionally because I figure as a fiction writer, you write the world that you want to exist. Yeah, right. And I wanted to see more women brewmasters, yeah. so I nice. made my characters women brewmasters. Women, that was one of the reasons. Yeah, Women were the original they beer were. makers, They were. They made beer for thousands of years yeah. before money and religion mm, got involved. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. We're not good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sean's really a dick, guys. He just he's a real he got jerk. really aggressive right there. Yeah. Really aggressive. Watch out, I'll replace you with David. He's nice. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. I'm a fearful I'd get cut off if I start talking though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's six. You're only allowed five. <laughs> also, Ellen, it doesn't play on a podcast for you to cover up your mouth. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you being demure? Yeah, she was. I, I, <laughs> 
trying to keep from chiming in. <laughs> so I'm a terrible person who chimes in all the Chime. time. Uh, the chimer. Just uh. ring the chime. Ring it. Bing. And now, Sean, Bing. are you a beer drinker? Oh, yeah. I okay. like beer, for sure. Mm-hmm. You have um, a favorite right now? You know. Either in terms of style or brewer? Uh, Maine Beer Company. Oh, out of the state of Maine? The state of Maine, oh, cool. yeah. That's still my favorite. They have like wow. this IPA called Lunch that we get sometimes. Oh, my so God. That's awesome. it's It's really my favorite. It's, and, and so it's, I'm able to purchase it here in California? Yeah. I've, well, I've never seen it in the bottle. But okay. I've definitely seen it on draft. Okay, cool. Um, we've had it here a couple of times. That's oh, how excellent. I learned about it. Oh, awesome. Um, that's one of my more favorite IPAs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done like proper beer tasting in a minute. Mm-hmm. I went to Institution Brewery out in Camarillo. Oh, fun. I haven't been there fun. yet. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend's family's out there, so it was nice to kind of have a little brewery action. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brewery break, action. break from family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The brewery. yeah. Um, and a break from wine. Yeah, a break from wine. Yeah, I drink a lot of wine. So, mm-hmm. uh, But you were saying you got into wine first and you kind of got into beer? Yeah, yeah. Moving out here to California, I figured out pretty quickly that there's a robust wine yeah. scene in yeah. this state and i just started showing up to these wineries and asking questions mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out what i liked and why i liked it like in paso robles or yeah, santa barbara i, or? I started in uh, north of santa barbara and uh, uh los olivos oh yeah that's cool. kind of where i started and then went to paso and then went a little bit to that you know uh the wine ghetto uh, as that emerged across the uh highway from uh los olivos yeah and then um yeah then down to santa barbara then up up a little bit more. I still don't know the wines of Napa and Sonoma super well because when I was first getting into wine, they were already a little out of my price range. Yeah. Now, and it's a little intimidating up there too. It's, it's, it's hard to kind of jump polished. in there. Yeah, it, it is. It is. I, I mean, I did set up an appointment with uh, you know a private appointment to tour winery up there when I'm there on my book tour later this year, mm-hmm. and I'll. And oh. I think that'll be fun and interesting. Oh yeah. But walking into a crowded tasting room with like forty people and. And having to pay thirty five dollars uh, to taste wine, and I don't even get to ha- converse with the pourer right. because mm-hmm. she's dealing with sixteen people herself. You know, it's yeah. like, well, that's it takes all the fun out of it for me. You know, yeah. I'm paying too much for this, uh, given the the you know the value of the experience. Yeah, return on investment. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like if I like, I don't mind paying that much if I feel like I'm going to learn something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if I'm just standing there, and if I don't even get a seat, I'm standing there leaning against their cooler, being yeah. in the way. You know, no, uh, no thanks. Which that was my last experience yeah. in Napa. I yeah. still have yet to do the touring of tasting room Napa experience, but maybe I'll pass. I don't know. That was just, yeah, like, I just stopped in one. Yeah. You know, it's called Jay Vineyard. And I thought, oh, oh my God, okay. I love that. I met their winemaker recently. Really? Yeah, she's oh. Nicole Hitchcock. She was in town. Then I should go back because like, <laughs> yeah, the one time I stopped there was like, I can, no, I can, I will hook you crowded. up with the yeah. bubbles room. Oh, great. great. Yeah, I, I, awesome. I, I'll hook you up. Awesome. <laughs> because it seemed good and they, they came recommended. Their wine yeah. is good. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm behind Jay. We had our, our very first podcast, we had their sparkling rose. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm like, this is familiar. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. made a good choice. Good. <laughs> but I can yeah. see it being crowded and yeah. annoying. Yeah, it was busy. But I think they're often busy. You know, and now when I go to, uh, Los Olivos, you know, those tasting rooms are a lot, crowd, a lot more crowded than they used to be. Yeah, for sure. I noticed that in Paso. I was like, oh, mm. these are crowded. You yeah. Know, there's a lot of people. And, like, wine's getting really popular. And people yeah. Are... And some of these places, like you went to Tablas Creek. It's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. They're one of the few people in that area that make Rowan-style blends. And, mm-hmm. 
use those grapes and that that puts them on the map too as a destination for people that don't just want Zinfandels in that area. And, yeah, exactly. Didn't you know. they get started by oh, who are Some, they? Shadow of the Pop. Um, oh yeah, Bocastel. Bocastel, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. They actually hold like the record of like bringing in the most original clones of road mm. varietals. Oh. Mm. Like they actually because like they handle it, like they hand bring them over, and then they sit in Davis for like oh, there's six a years. Yeah, pretty while they... good book about those and how oh, somebody yeah. got smuggled and stuff. Like, oh man, mm-hmm. uh, that's cool. The Bocastel stuff, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, they were great. I didn't realize that they had been the the people to bring in so many of these varietals, like Kunwa. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're, like they're the reason why Kunwa. It's like what? Yeah, yeah. They just crazy. recently finally approved like the last of the Chateauneuf de Pop grapes. Uh, what was it? Muscardine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, like oh, right. one of yeah, the most right. obscured one. Apparently, yeah. they finally let it out of uh, quarantine. Oh wow! Yeah, it's <laughs> free. They also just approved a whole bunch of new grapes in Bordeaux, so that's controversial. Wild. Oh yeah. Really? Well, because wow. climate change. Oh, Nacional, wow. Speaking of Portugal, Turiga Nacional too, yeah. Too, yeah, is one of them. And then a bunch of ones I actually was like, what? what is this grape? Like a lot of crossings, but they're trying to allow a few more in the blends to, uh, because of global warming. I got to ask, is uh, anyone growing um, either, um, either, either Carmenere or Malbec in Bordeaux anymore? I mean, were those kind of yes. wiped out and then... Malbec, some. Okay. Very little, but some. Okay. Uh, Carmenere, I've never seen it, actually. Yeah, because I, I know it originated there. In and theory, someone brought it to Chile. They thought it was it, Merlot. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it got wiped out, basically, or they quit growing it or both. Yeah. yeah. It can right? be very green. Yeah, okay. I think in theory, I mean, there's probably someone growing it there. Like, there's someone growing... Mm something everywhere pretty much but <laughs> that's true that's like true. They, they may not be releasing or they may not be allowed to release it but right or they may not be able to call it what they want to call it yeah 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 uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no carbonara you're mostly gonna find it in chile yeah right yeah i'm going to south america oh, trip. where, where? Uh, i'm going to mendoza oh fun going to buenos aires oh, oh you'll love buenos aires yeah great food been. and wine oh very yeah excited. yeah, going yeah. For are you do you eat red meat i do yeah good yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Yeah, I'll starve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you'll eat fine. I'll live on it, tango. But you'll, you'll enjoy it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do. That's awesome. We're gonna rent a car going? from for New Year's Eve and then through oh, to like mid mid January. So for like oh my gosh, weeks. yeah. Do yeah. you know what neighborhood you're staying in in Buenos Aires? Uh, Palermo. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. I'll have to pick your brain about it after packed. the. Yeah, After the yeah. pod. So we don't bore our listeners. Well, <laughs> yeah. you're going to South America. You're going to Portugal. I might go to Lodi in the fall. <laughs> True story. Lodi in Love the it. fall. Lodi in the fall. Uh, yeah. In September. We'll see. It's, Lodi in it's, the fall. It's Alan yeah. Clifford's new memoir. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're hoping I'll write something about it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah, it's some trip, but it like conflicts a little bit with the class of mine. We'll see. I've had I wine go. from Lodi only sparingly. What are they most known for? Uh, well, uh, most like Zinfandel is probably oh, the okay. one they're most known. They're really not known for a lot of things. Apparent, according to this. Hey guys, I'm giving you press already, so <laughs> don't bother me if I can't get something written. Um, uh, they're we're gonna see a lot of old vines. They mm. have a lot of old vines huh. there, okay. uh, and they said a lot of rare variety would be on this tour. So I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm still waiting mm. for confirmation that it's happening for sure. That's my exciting trip. Oh, that's fun, <laughs> yeah. though. That'd be fun, yeah. 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 Work and pleasure. I, I like any trip like that. Mm-hmm. 
Even like Temecula, I'd be down for. Just what's be the like, most, we're, we're going to do that. What's oh. the most oh, unusual region you've had wine from where you're like, wow, I didn't know wine would be good from this region? You mean having like being there or either just, being there or, or, or tasting Ooh, good it? Good question. <sighs> uh, I, I kind of went to uh, like northern like in Canada and like British mm. Columbia. Oh. I've heard I've heard some, the Okanagan Valley. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never had any wine from there. Oh, I was up there. They did like a wine tasting night at this place we were staying. And I was like, OK, here we go. And I was like. Surprisingly, mm. really, speaking really of great. Bordeaux mm. varieties, yeah, yeah. Mm. really, they, they go in the Okanagan Valley, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of surprising. Um, Utah, we have this wow. blend right now from Utah, which is surprising <sighs> the fans. Oh my god, yeah. um, that's wild. Is, is well, it allowed where? to be sold in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Yeah. yeah, they're not allowed to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't know how good it they, is. Yeah, well, right, I mean, right, they right. say you just need a good nose. Yeah, that's right. To identify anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Good nose. Were you going to say something? Oh, I was. I was trying to. I was trying to think of what the most unusual place was. I think probably Hill uh, Hill County, Texas. I had mm. a I had a good more low from there. Oh, that's wow. right. Yeah, where is Hill story, County, yeah. Texas? Um, it's like <laughs> around uh, Austin and Georgetown, oh, and okay. yeah, Round Rock, like I th- nearish to there. I think mm. I am. For all my studying on wine, I just vaguely know a few things about Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, all I know is I had some pretty good... In the Georgetown tasting room, uh, we tasted a lot of stuff and we're not too overly thrilled. And then finally we're like, well, I guess we'll have the Merlot. And it was really good. Also, wow. Barbersville uh, Viognier from Virginia. Oh, cool. Yeah, very Virginia. good. Wow. Yeah. Virginia. That's Apparently they're doing <laughs> Cabernet Franc there too. Huh. But that's not my favorite variety, which is why I'm torturing myself with a month of drinking it mm. right now for something. Oh, wow. Okay. How about, how about d- you, Ryan? Any, yeah. any new mm. place? Any weird place? I tried some Idaho wine last time. Oh. I, was there. Oh. I think last I heard there were five AVAs there. Don't okay. they share an AVA? Now? Like, is it Snake River? So. Snake River, yeah. yeah. they share mm. it with, what is it? Uh, I guess Washington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like kind of Columbia Valley. Yeah, I think so. Is I it, think Washington. That I, that yeah, I believe up. so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I was surprised. What, what did they make there? Um, what did I have? I think I had a cab. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it wasn't too far from that region. Yeah, of they do a lot of cabs right and yeah. stuff, a lot of Bordeaux blends. There was a there was a, a grape I always wanted from Washington State that I never got a hold of because it got kind of outmoded by the time I knew what it was. A Lemberger. Oh, it's the same as a European grape that I can't think of. Wolfrankish, maybe. Um, That's what they call. Oh, the Limburgers is what What they call in Germany. It's what they call. What is it? Oh God, I'm blanking. No, that's no, Austrian. No, yeah. I want to say it's it's, it might be what they call Blaufrankisch in Germany. It might I be. I think that's yeah. what yeah. it is. I think that sounds I, right. I'm like going through it. I'm like, I know But I guess Burgunder? they used to grow it in, in Washington State. And there were people would make oh, idols really? of it. Yeah. Interesting. And then I guess they the name didn't go over super well. Or, you know, like, <laughs> it's so Lemberger. funny. Like, yeah, like right. that whole part of winemaking yeah. is like, oh, right, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You can make all your cool geeky wine, but people have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and in, in Minnesota, the University of Minnesota is trying to develop all these new grape varietals. Oh that yeah. Are hardy. Oh. Are they trying to grow them like near the the lakes? Or I think so. Yeah. Moderating the is, there's of not climate? a lot of exactly. There's not a lot of terrain in Minnesota. It's part yeah. of the problem if you want that. If you want that kind of, you know, kind of hot, dry day and cold night, you yeah. know, that's better for 
a lot of wine. Like or you're not really gonna. It's also things that won't there. kill the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's barriers to entry there geographically, certainly. Mm. But they're but they're trying. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, I know around the Great Lakes and like New York and whatnot. They and up in Canada, they. The Finger Lakes. The Finger, the Finger Lakes, Lakes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. And the Great Lakes. See, yeah, what that's happens That's Michigan is has some interesting whites. The lake retains mm. heat over the summer and releases ah. it as latent heat Ooh. in the winter, extending the growing season. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, nice. I like that. Anything else? Uh, too much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could do like the champagne thing where they're like the... the the vines are kind of like little bushes close to the ground. Mm. They stay warm in the winter then. So mm. they don't like get... Like I guess in Champagne, the the vines, quote unquote, are <laughs> so, like really low to the ground, right? Mm. Um, some of them, some of them yeah. they do. Oh, never mind. They do. Uh, no, I've seen some pictures. You've of seen wine. some pictures of some. Yeah, no. <laughs> if, if it has the right soil that can like, especially if it's got rocks, it'll soak up the heat during the day and then it's put it out at night. Or if it's the right reflecting surface, it'll keep the keep the grapes warmer if they're closer to oh, the ground. Oh yeah. yeah, isn't that a thing in Germany too? Uh, like some of the colder regions of Germany has something to do with the... Yeah, they prune... That's really interesting. Well, they mostly do them on, like, the northern... Uh, on the river. Northern uh, valleys of rivers because right. it has a better aspect towards oh, the sun. I'm gesturing cool. wildly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also the river also moderate... Like, any large body of water will moderate a uh, marginal uh, region. Mm, okay. Wine nerd fact for the day. Love it. What large body of water? Oh, and also the blue slate soils that reflect and, and yeah. retain heat. Yeah, but yeah, they they do train them a little lower there. Ooh, that's awesome. Train them low. Train them yeah, low. Train them low. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say in wine. Train them yeah, low. Train them low. low. Pick them high. Yeah, train them low. Pick them high. White wine. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you could put that in your next book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so you're on, you're on a book tour right yes. now with the, with the, with the beer book. Yes. Um, are you writing another book right now or are you taking yes. a break? You, no, so I'm, you just yeah. go right into the next one yeah. or do you write like multiple books at the same time? Nah, nah, one at a time. One at a time. Does yeah. this one also, cause the first one was more, uh, food themed, yeah. had some good recipes. I definitely made some cookies. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, does this one also have a food or beverage type, uh, mm-hmm. theme running through it? Yeah. It's set in a restaurant. It's set in a supper club, oh. which is a specific variety of uh, northern Midwest restaurant. I was going to say, is it also Midwest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So just about a supper club that gets passed down from generation to generation that each generation changes a little bit to keep it alive. Hmm. Nice. So do you think more like characters when you're writing a novel? Or do you yeah. think more like uh, like the, the place or all of it? Or? Kind of both. I think of a setting. Well, I think of a setting, and then I think of characters that might be ill-suited for that setting or... Hmm too well suited for it yeah you know i try to find some kind of dissonance that'll help create the drama yeah for sure like how is the setting going to challenge these characters by the way right like and with, then yeah. like with the second book logger queen you know i knew i was going to write a book that was partially set in a brewery at the very least and then i tried to think of characters that were unlikely to make beer mm-hmm. and put them in that situation where it was going to be likely that they would have to right <laughs> yeah it, or at the very least develop a relationship with beer or with breweries that would not always be pleasant. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then that out of that sort of like dissonance, you just—it's a lot easier to sort of write and, and like have yeah things yeah. come up and or do you kind of map out things? As I outline you know? a little bit. Yeah, but Minnesotans, uh, a lot of Midwesterners are, but Minnesotans in particular are famously adverse to conflict, and so I love <laughs> yeah. I love putting them in conflict situations. <laughs> yeah. Watching them squirm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trying yeah. to be so pleasant and nice. And- <laughs> 
Right. Right. Just snap. Yeah. Just say fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, they won't do it. No, they won't do it. Yeah. Go to hell, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, not a sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, not a sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> a sentiment I've heard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not a sentence. Uh, not a sentence spoken aloud to grandma ever. Yeah, no. In my experience. Yeah. Yeah, what was it in uh, in Ohio? They said about the president, he's being very unhelpful, which right. is like a wow. huge dick. That, like that's the that's, biggest diss yeah. you could ever say is being unhelpful. Yeah. He's not no being kidding. very helpful. Right. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's a narcissist. It would be an understatement. Yeah. It would be an understatement in other places. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there, that's you're right. That's the worst that's like an eight out of ten, right? There. Yeah, <laughs> it's a redlining. There. Yeah, it's unhelpful. It's not being helpful. Because yeah, say that right away in the first chapter of the new book. Uh-huh. Like this, uh, the, uh, the woman that's my main character, Edith, uh-huh. takes particular pride in knowing that she's been helpful. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's basically on her. You she's know, such a hero. She wants it, yeah, but a very understated one. Yeah, like she was of use. Well, that's what part of yeah. what makes her such a hero. Like yeah, she right. just yeah. does the work and yeah. gets it done. Yeah, it's oh gosh, I, I wish everyone <laughs> here had read the book. I want to like talk about oh, all so many parts, and I'm like, no, spoiler alert, don't talk. Oh, okay. I'll we'll talk have, to you later. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have links for you guys on uh, Instagram or yeah. on the show. On I the also pod. liked that she was a pie maker. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a place where a lot of Minnesotans start. Making oh, pies. Oh, yes, please. I also yeah. liked that the pie critic's name was Ellen. I was like, yep. ah, <laughs> Ellen's no pie. Yeah. It's <sighs> Ellen that puts uh, Edith on the map, too. Ellen's no pie. Ellen knows pie. Ellen knows pie. Yeah. Ellen knows pie? I don't know. I'm refilling everyone's wine. Yeah. Should we play Thank What's you. in the Glass for a minute with you it? We should. Mm. This is so beautiful. Yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. So what's in the glass is just where we like go through all the word nerdy uh, wine tasting things, starting with... Definitely rosado-y. Yeah. I love a deep rosé. That's my favorite kind. Tavel. That was a great Tavel, yeah. Tavel. Pretty thick tears. Yeah, you guys, this one is gorgeous. Come to Covell and get it. Don't let Sean go until he gets you the... Fairly potent nose. Yeah. Hmm. It's probably just the color. I'm like, it smells how I imagine coral smelling, but it probably doesn't smell like a fish tank. That be uh, good. You say coral. <laughs> coral, that's, yeah, because yeah. it's a very deep corally kind of. Mm. I smell peaches and flowers. Mm. Peaches and flowers. <laughs> like really ripe peaches. It's got that peach melba mm. thing going on. Mm. David, what are you smelling? I hate when you ask me. <laughs> you do such a good job with do that, I? though. You do. That's why I'm asking. Um, I get, in a pleasant way, a child marker. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, like, like the red one? Like, like the, the yeah. colored markers. Yeah, the colored yeah. markers yeah. that Drawing. have a smell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I get that. Such good a- a- ASMR. <laughs> nose, ASMR. Nose on the mic. Yeah, it's more child marker than dry erase marker. <laughs> if we're doing the mm. marker scale yeah. for wine. Mm-hmm. I don't the think marker. I'd like a dry erase. That doesn't sound good. That sounds a little chemical. That smells like wine in a box. I just got cranberries. Mm. Yeah. But like uncooked cranberries? Like cranberries on the bog? 
<laughs> still, oh, <wow. laughs> still vibrantly, yeah, still vibrantly thriving on, beneath on the, the, bog. the bog. Yeah, cranberry's really good. Do you get pomegranate? I'll mm, give you pomegranate, sure. David. Yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll give you'll it to you. Thank you. Yeah, you get one point for yeah. pomegranate. <laughs> I need to clarify about the peach. It's more like white peach, like really, really ripe white peach. Is though. it a Saturn? You guys, I just sniff. I just sniff the microphone. How did it smell? I, I got confused between the glass. And the <laughs> well, you got to clean your mouth. We have I to like, like guess the alcohol level on this later because <laughs> Sean's already. I'm getting foam. I'm getting electrical cord. I'm yeah, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Getting energy. Yes. Okay. Let's go palette. Ooh, it is dry. It is. I get I get surprising acid on that. It yeah, some, it has some zip. Zip. It does. <laughs> yeah. I even get like Zest. a citrus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Like a tangerine. Mm. Or like lime even. Oh. Limeys. Yeah, I would do lime over lemon. Yeah. How about limon? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's <laughs> you just, just shook your head. No. <laughs> no, shut no, up. no. No. Stop. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna go lime. Yeah. I'm getting some kind of like, if, if fruit punch weren't sweet, mm. fruit punch. Oh, right. Like just oh. Hawaiian punch, but not sweet. If right, that were that's possible. great. If there was like a dry Hawaiian a dry, punch. Give me your yeah. driest should, Hawaiian well, it's They like, should make that. They should. It's like Kool-Aid without the sugar. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. This wine is Kool-Aid without the sugar. My grandma Esther yeah. used to make that. Really? There's a picture of the powder in water. Oh, God. Was it, was it, did it suck your mouth dry? Or? <laughs> yeah, right. How was that? It was sort of refreshing on a really hot day. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not what you were expecting. Yeah. You know, as a kid, you get a glass of it. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Ooh, sh- yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, oh, sugar thanks. water. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't need crystal light. I got right. this. Right. Did right. she do that sugar. to avoid it, the sugar? I think Because so. I would just yeah, buy exactly. the sugar free cool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She would just not add the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. She just likes to drink red number nine. Just like to drink exactly ah. tart. Yeah. Delicious. Because it really is nine. just like coloring, <laughs> I think, right? Oh, yeah. Probably. The powder is just the color. color. I haven't had a Hawaiian. And the flavor That's essence. Right. Yeah, there's a, yeah. Though, can I do a slight tangent on red dye? Please. Oh. Uh, have any of you ever had like the red dye of a like balloon on a cake? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh. Blue Those icing. Oh, yeah. Oh, like a red dye balloon. Like mm. you'll get a blue one. There's like... I to, mean, just to get a birthday butter, cake red to get frosting. A, yeah, to get yeah. it that red tends to taste bad because red dye especially tastes bad. Mm. So if you see a buttercream that red, yeah, I think that's gross. It's usually yeah. not good. So I'd be fearful of a Kool-Aid in a similar fashion. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, like go. a deep red Kool-Aid? If it's a deep red Kool-Aid, then yeah, it's mostly it's dye. Yeah. That concentration might not be good. Wow. They're making some pretty good gel dyes now for, for someone who likes to play around with cake, but still not mm. to get that kind of deep red. And I know what that overly sugary. I got some gelled dyes, and oh boy, am oh, I having fun. Oh, did they kill fun. you? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Uh, you got to make every type of velvet cake, the red velvet, and then to use up everything in the package, you have to make a blue velvet Smurf cake, and then you have to make a green velvet one with Bailey's buttercream. This is my life, guys. Uh, with, with dye. Who, who's Love eating it. all these cakes? Uh, I mean, this is like spread out over a long amount okay. of time. Okay. I'm also the queen of like making a quarter batch and freezing half of it. Mm. Quarter batch? Yeah. Later cake. David, what were you making with the dye? Yeah. Uh, what did I buy dye for? Uh, usually ice creams. Ooh, like I did like oh. chip ice cream, but like oh, use the fun. green dye and not like the liquid dye. Oh. Uh, I also bought dye for something else in the podcast and I had to up the yellow 
quality of when I made a golden beet white chocolate, like a white chocolate golden beet cake. Ooh, that sounds, uh, that sounds that was really good. good. So I like a little extra yellow helps there, but especially like for mint ice cream, like I mint ice cream has to be green. I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah. 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 We're just used to it that way. Yeah. 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 But that's not natural. It's not. I know. Yeah. Does, it's, <laughs> I know. You know. Even, even I have a friend a, that works in like the, he's a, he's a chemist and he works in like food design. Yeah. Like on a corporate oh, level. Oh, yeah. And he's like, this is, it's amazing what the steps he has to go through sometimes to make food the way people want to see it. Yeah. And how unnatural that oh. is. Taste, like, taste starts with the eyes. Let's yeah. hope this one. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Uh, Your nose tastes. <laughs> yeah. No, most, no, no. most salmon would be gray. Whoa! Oh, they dye salmon, huh? Oh no! Well, let's hope this is tannins from grape skins turning this wine this color. Do they dye it post? Pink. Yeah. Good lord. It's gross. It's gross, man. Dyed fish. We're so smart. We're the best species. We're so smart. Do they dye shrimp too? I think they might. Little. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, give give that shrimp a punch up. Yeah, just yeah. Like notes came back. Coast. Notes yeah. came back from the network. We got to punch <laughs> up that shrimp. Yeah. yeah, people don't think it's actually shrimp. Yeah, fix it. <laughs> got to color correct that shrimp. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Got a Roy G. Biv that shrimp. Roy G. Biv. Uh, what else? Am I alcohol level? Oh, yeah. alcohol? Oh, are we Ooh. still talking flavors? Yeah, oh, there's I, definitely I get, like, like crushed. Yeah, I was gonna say there's the stone, the Stony. chalky oh, stone. Chalky yeah. stone. Mm-hmm. Chocolate stone, seashelly kind Chocolate of stone. thing, like almost a bit of salinity on it, mm-hmm. in a very pleasant way. Yep, I like it. Yeah, good call on this, Sean. This this is great. Wow, it's okay. like I recommend wine for people. It's like he's the wine whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't quit your don't quit your day job. Which yeah. acting or wine? No. <laughs> both. Both. Yeah. Stay. Keep doing both of them. Keep doing both. Just like one to become more of a hobby. You guys decide. Um, <laughs> wait. Alcohol? Uh, alcohol level. Oh, gosh. I think it's... Uh, I started to look. So I, I'm I like going 13.5. Yeah. I think I'm going to go that too. A little higher, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's higher. Uh, I feel like this is price and right. Uh, I, you know, or, or price yeah, is yeah, right. Yeah, no. I'll go 12.9. Oh, you know. okay. I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been good at this, and I'll say 14. Oh. Who wins? Um, Alan and I win. Oh, yeah. Uh, 13, yeah okay, five. the experts, yeah. <laughs> I drink a little yeah. too much wine, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I really appreciate your bold 14, though. Yeah, yeah. that was I'm that was always good. bold in the yeah. wrong direction right. and yeah. very wrong. You wanted that Pontiac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, yeah. being as like. The showcase it, showdown. Yeah. <laughs> that could be its true alcohol level, and that's like 13.5 is the import level. That oh, they, that they, interesting. It's always it's a possibility. Yeah, that's cool. Although I believe this is 13.5. Yeah, it feels this like 13.5. Because it has good acidity and you can feel that in, yeah, the, in the back of your palate too. You can too. feel a little bit of that burn coming up. The burn. The burn. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about the finish? Oh, yeah. Let's let's look at the finish. Sean literally just looked at his wine glass while the rest of us sipped. Uh, <laughs> well, I was I was sitting back. I'm going to go forward and grab I will give it a medium plus on the finish in terms of W set terms. That's a lingerer. <laughs> it sticks with you. Yeah. I give it three lingonberries. Ooh. <laughs> Can we start rating finish by lingonberries? Yes. Okay. Four lingonberry finish. Four lingonberries. It's a lingerer. This is so called the like wine a, situation wine school. This wine is one of the last to leave the party, but it won't stay the night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, wine. <laughs> <laughs> 
This wine definitely hung out past midnight, though. Okay, right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this wine, yeah. this wine yeah. didn't have a yeah. second location. Yeah. 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 This wine wasn't there when the lights came up in the bar at right. 2 a.m., yeah. but the wine was definitely there past midnight. Right. Let's That's because that. it went yeah. home with me. Ooh. <laughs> I really like this wine. <laughs> what are you doing later, uh, wine? Cousin. Come wine, here I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Wine, stop it. Come here stop often. Stop it. Yeah. Come here often. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an an object. You brought me here. (laughs) 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 I I am wherever I am placed. (laughs) I have no free will. You have an overall assessment portion of this? Um, I mean, at least in in my classes, we would assess quality level and why. Um, I would put this as a very good wine because it has a fair amount of complexity uh, with a depth of flavor. And the finish is fairly long, and it is a good example of what it is, which is like mostly Garnacha, right? Um, wow, nice. A very good balance of the acid versus the alcohol versus the, the fruit flavors. Like, mm-hmm. it's got fruit punch, but it feels dry. I mean, it is fermented dry. It's, it's 50-50. I, I would give this very good. I'm guessing it's... It's, it's 50-50 Garnacha and what? Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh. What? what? That's weird. Holla. <laughs> I'm guessing it's in the twenty to twenty dollar range. That's like a, uh, it's like a yeah, bizarro super yeah, Tuscan. yeah. Retails between twenty and thirty. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, that would and be so how I do. That's price similar to a Tavel, then. Yeah. 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 Well, this is a vino de pago, which means it's like single estate. They grow it oh. all and make it all right. In there, right there, right there in yeah. Aragorn. Yeah. Oh my God! I had someone get so mad at me about Aragorn the other day. Oh really? Can I vent about this? Yeah, please. please. Uh, we're drinking wine from there. Yeah, I, I wrote a thing about Grenache <laughs> slash Garnacha, one of my old world versus new things. Mm-hmm. And um, for Spain, I used all Priorat wines because that's mm. the, the region they're, most. They're excellent. Yeah, and so whenever I write one of these columns, they link to every post I put, like, about the grapes and the wines that I posted. And some, I hope he's not listening to this. No, I hope you are. It was, he went through every single one of those posts and tagged both me and my boss and was said, failed to mention Aragon. I was like, well, what's your deal? Well, yeah, tell well, me what I need to drink then. Yeah. About he, Pierrot he, or wait? He did, but it was like wine tea importers. So I was like, oh. Uh. So this wasn't someone who lived there? Oh, I'm, I don't think so. I think it was someone from the States. Because oh. I don't know that they're using delectable in España. Fail the mention Aragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, take umbrage against the wine writer. It was just <laughs> annoying because, like, why are you, like, tagging both me and my boss to try and make me look like a bad writer? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, because I live in my mom's anyway, basement and I'm very upset about it. Look, man, I forget your name, but I'm drinking Aragon now. So yeah. there you go. Thank you. <laughs> At least someone finally listened to me. Yeah. I, I like your voice. Thank you. <laughs> Fail. 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 Hang on. <laughs> Listen to me. It's like Wallace Shawn, guys. <laughs> oh, no. oh, sorry. Thank you for bearing with my little rant about. Oh, no problem. About, yeah, about, about Aragon trolls. Yeah, Aragon trolls. This is after that is the spinoff of. Um, is Aragon even part of Priorat? What? I mean, uh, you were uh, writing about Priorat, right? Right. Uh, is yeah. Is it even part of that like 
no, no, no. It's not. It? It's another region. Yeah, that's what I that, That's why he was pissed off. He was. That's what I thought. The thing is, I picked like I did the Rhone from France. I did Priorat from Spain. Mm-hmm. What else did I do? I did Australian uh, Grenache uh, sure. from from the states. Did I do anything else? I think that was it. But it was yeah. like I. I no, mean, that, those are the heavy I hitters. I mean, if Delectable gave me a bigger budget for my wine, maybe I'd buy every Grenache on earth. But you know, right, sh- right. shot enough to pop took most of my budget. So right, yeah. Right, it's like it's like someone asking you to write about Major League Baseball. You were writing about the Yankees, you know, the Dodgers, yeah. the Red Sox, and someone was like, oh, oh, "Oh, what about the Orioles?" I mean, I'd be like, "Bill, to well, yeah. the Cardinals." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yes, Orioles exist. Yeah, they exist. Yeah. They're in the major I leagues. mean, I think he was just trying uh, to get yeah. press yeah, for himself. Are here. But, uh, the Mets are here. They're present. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was just like a yeah. press ploy. But and just as, and just it was as you just both annoying. said earlier, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Grenache has grown and like someone's All growing it in Colorado. Place. I yeah. bet, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. All over the place. All over the dang place. Grapes live lots of places. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry you got harassed by some Aragon Thank you. Aragon tro- thank, you Aragon. thank you for hearing my trolls pain. Of Aragon. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm curious to go back and look who that was and see if he still <clears throat> ever comments on things. Hmm. He's still trolling. I don't know. I mean, Trollers be trolling. Trollers mm. always got to be trolling. trolling. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that was like oh. number eleven. So I'm I'm very pleased with this. Trolling. We're gonna Thank make you, you do at least wine and nerdy. This is trolling maybe this is fourteen percent wine. <laughs> We have 14% of the show to go. Just like more wine nerd questions, do you have a favorite thing that you're, if you're a go-to? Oh, boy. That's really tough. I kind of, it depends on the time of year. How about this time of year? Oh, boy. I guess Tavel. I like, you know. I keep bringing it up. I like it. Yeah. No, no. I, that makes me happy. I'm like, that's my favorite. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, What was like the first wine you had that really made you go like, oh, wow. It would have been back in Chicago in the late 90s. I think it was a uh, a Chateau Neuf de Pop. I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. But enough, yeah. but my uh, my college girlfriend's dad, who was a wine fan and a real foodie, uh, had me drink. You know, gave me uh, a glass with the with the preface that this is probably unlike any wine you've ever had. Mm. And I told him that is most certainly true. <laughs> <laughs> You're like we're already in a yeah. I mean, I, at this point, I hadn't lived outside of Minnesota and Illinois, you know. And while there were good wine importers and wine shops in those cities, I didn't know about them yet. Right. Yeah. You know, I was buying wine at the supermarket, a Jewel Osco. Yeah. Holla. <laughs> hey man, and it's so, still okay to buy supermarket yeah. wine. Yeah. Right. And yeah, and every so often, you know, there's some values there. But like, long story short. Um, yeah, I'd never had Chateau Neuf de Pop before, and I was just like, you're right, this is very different. Like, tell me about it. It's like, well, these are the grapes, or the component grapes in the Southern Rhone. And and then I started looking for varietals of those grapes, like Syrah, Grenache, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved out here to California about a year later, I found vineyards growing them, you know, and wineries selling them. So those were kind of my first favorites. That was my entry point. Finding the people making those Syrahs and Grenaches and going, right. oh, I know I like this because I like these, I like the French version of these grapes in this blend historically. Do you have and, and favorite California winemakers for those? Well, my first favorite was Beckman. That was the one I discovered oh, in like the early two thousands. That were they were you know they were in a state vineyard you know so they were like 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 you were talking about earlier they grow all their own grapes on their site. And now now they're kind of expensive, but when I first was introduced to them, they were a lot cheaper and you know they were trying really hard to get on the map with their 
Rowan style blends, uh, which I think is still kind of their specialty. Um, who else in that area? Boy, I'm trying to remember. This was like 03, 04, so a long time ago. So you kind of like found sort of like winemakers out here that were using the same varietals. Yeah, yeah, that were that Did were you, that were constituents yeah. of of a of a world famous blend that was, you know, famous at, even at the time for having an incredible restaurant markup. Right, right. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Who makes your favorite Tavel? I have a favorite. Oh boy, I don't know. I I, I don't have one off the top of my head. Chateau, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell Chateau me, Trinquevidel is tell so me your good. Favorite. Chateau yeah. Trinquevidel. Okay. Uh, tea, uh, well, where do you buy it here in, in California? I I. Well, you, I think sometimes you can see, I've seen it at um, Silver Lake Wine. I am okay. a person who will order a bunch of wine online okay. at, the, at the same, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really good. Awesome. I recommend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then eventually I discovered Priorat, which has um, also many of the same Yeah. It's a very grapes. different yeah. Grenache. Very different. Type. Yeah. 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 But I really liked it. I really like that one. I always buy it when I see it at the wine house over in West LA, the Bart, uh, Bartolomo Vernet, I think. It's in a white label and write a little serial number on it, hmm. and uh, it's under twenty dollars. Oh, it's always nice. been under twenty. Yeah, but Spanish reds, of course, yeah. are good value. But you notice, a, like, do you notice the difference between like the European version of these blends as opposed to like the well, domestic version? The domestic or? ones tend to be higher alcohol. You know, I usually have to put them in the fridge for like half an hour, forty-five minutes. Before Don't drink them room temperature, California. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, just take that alcohol off the nose, otherwise it'll just smack you. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, they tend to be kind of bigger, jammier, the uh, American ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my impression anyway. That's that's pretty standard, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You don't have to look for us for approval. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like that's well, standard. That's, that's, in every, yeah, that's in the first chapter yeah. of every book about international Grenache. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean... Grenache is really interesting. It's a little bit of a chameleon because it can be really, when it's single variety, it can be really pale because it's, well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it can be a little insubstantial um, too. I mean. But it's the, always high alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Thank and you, so Sean. so I found it, you know, it went over really well at parties, you know, and that, <laughs> and that was something that you know, was important to me. Yeah, it still is important yeah. to me. It's like, oh, what's a good party wine? What's yeah. one that people are going to drink and go, oh, what's this? Yeah. You know, and, and in the mid 2000s, I was bringing these California Grenaches and Syrahs to parties, and people were into it. They're like, what is this? Yeah. This is a delicious flavor I've never experienced. Right. And it was also not two buck chuck, you know? And, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so much of that in college. I know. I it's know. all my college. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite wine under $10 a bottle right now? I um, grocery store wine, Fetzer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they yeah. their wines are always solid to me, and they're like a little bit more, and they have some more environmentally friendly practices. But this is grocery mm. store wine that I never believe costs as little as it does. Also Ravenswood. Yeah, oh. Ravenswood. Although yeah. I tend to like their slightly higher price points better, but they're mm-hmm. even yeah. But I'm a Zen fan. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, cool. I tend to look for anything that's out of this country. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because yeah. like you're gonna get better deals. Yeah, you're gonna get better, better deals. deals, and usually it's been vetted better. If there's like one or two, like like a Vino Verde, for example. Oh, sure. That you can get at a cheaper price point, but not a lot of people are gonna buy it. Do so most usually South, it's marked. Do most South American countries export their best wine to us and other markets like us? Like They're in really other words, expensive if expensive best wine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Like the. Um, Katana Zabata, <laughs> like that. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. You, yeah. They export that. Um, yeah. I think they export a range, but you at least don't see as much, maybe. I'm not sure. 
Mm. I've had I friends that, in like, Australia, Australia say they're not sending. You don't get the good stuff. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> referred to, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not sure about South America. I'll, I'll ask when I go there. Yeah. yeah Sean, yeah. you... <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. Is this your highest quality? Is this your highest quality wine? Or do yeah. you export it to the United yeah. States? Right. Please right. bring some back. Yeah. What? You don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> what about well, if I American. speak an even more about, affected accent? What about Costashano? I said... I said. Do you Good drink sir. the wine? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Are a, you guys going to tango? We're going to tango, yeah. Oh, you better. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess. Everyone says tango, red wine, and meat. Yeah. Cha. <laughs> well, get some Torontes. In that mm-hmm. order. Oh, that guy ruined Torontes for me. I've still had some good Torontes. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm also now a fan of it because it was one of the, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, one I, of the I, very first wine classes we took, we did a podcast about it. Yeah. And he, and he, one of the teachers. Uh, the first court class. Oh, wow. He ruined Torontes for us. Oh, how? And he just said it's, it's like it all smells and tastes like potpourri on, on the back of your grandma's toilet. And bath soaps. Oh and bath soaps. The shaped bath soaps, the little heart bath Ooh. soaps in your grandma's bathroom. I've got so a question like for you if you're not it. tired of answering this oh, question no. from customers or in the podcast. What to you is, your, is the most overrated wine, in your opinion, right now? Either either it, because it represents mm. a poor value or because everybody wants it and you're like, why do you Opus like one. This? Oh, Sorry. Orange mm-hmm. wine. Skin, Orange wine. Skin contact whites. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's, uh, it's like eye roll. Mm. Every time someone says it, it's like, very trendy. <laughs> it's very trendy, yeah. yeah it's very I mean, trendy. it's good when it's yeah. come by the people that have been making it for 100 years in Georgia. Uh, yeah. Hundreds mm. of years, sure. Or, yeah. they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. I also just think it's weird when anyone just wants to drink one kind of wine all the time. Mm. I'm always like, why do you have to... I mean, I get it if it's warm out or something, but mm-hmm. like, I never... I mean, <clears throat> I'd like a glass of an orange wine or like a skin contact something mm-hmm. white, um, but I don't crave it and I don't think it's superior in any way other than, you know... What about <clears throat> what about whole cluster? <coughs> um, that has its uses. A lot of mm. times it's to... There's tannin in mm. the, the stalks. Um, also, whole cluster sometimes makes it easier with like straining and stuff but um mm. usually it's to add a little bit of tannin and sometimes a little bit of like green mm. notes yeah yeah um i've liked it with things like california grenache yeah where like this could use a little bit of that yeah yeah, yeah. a little freshness a little structure yeah, yeah also carbonic is oh, a big thing right now oh people yeah, are so what, right. what amuses me about that is it's very big in natural natural wine yet it's Especially if you're doing the pumping over of, of carbon dioxide, it's not the most natural natural process. process. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly. <laughs> like to do true carbonic, you know. But is... guys, if you see Sans Cans Carbonic Carignan, get it anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. mind. Um, yeah, every yeah. rule's got exceptions. Yeah. Do you do you have something that was really fancy wine that you had that you're like, nah. No. Yeah, I mean, Opus One's a great answer because that's been like this. I mean, are they really working hard at it anymore? I want to ask myself. It's one of those things. Like, are they just kind of phoning it they're, in? They're, they're, they're getting a lot of new oak. Yeah. And they have very... Well, the thing okay. is, it's partly... I mean, part, part of the reason it's expensive is like the vineyard place. It's just expensive mm-hmm. land. Yeah. yeah. Napa. Yeah. And expensive oak. Napa yeah. ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have your question? Yeah. Thing? So we, have, we're, we have a new we're, segment. We're doing a new thing, um, a lead up to our end, called the Final Five, or at least... My, my, you can edit this out, but my editors have yet to approve all this, but they wanted us to do a tie-in. This is a tie-in, hopefully, with Delectable. Um, so we'll be, we'll be putting a, I'll put a transcript of the final five, and then you guys can 
anyway. Uh, final five questions. What's the best pairing you ever had? Wow, the best pairing. It could be a beer had. one, too, if that... This is going to sound really strange. Even was, better. It was... Better. Um, it was... Um, <coughs> what? Hold on just a second. It was this... It was Macallan and a banana. <gasps> scotch and a banana? Oh, my God. What? Yeah, like a, Maca- like a, like a Macallan 18 and a banana. And a banana? I was like, Whoa. whoa. I remember that really made an impression on me. It really kind of <gasps> brought out the butteriness in the scotch. Interesting. Like, I don't know what. Well, what they, the, they're what really the smoky, were. and yeah. they make me think of ballpark franks. So right. maybe like a, a hot dog and a banana. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, like a, like a banana. They have a, a similar mouthfeel. There's a, like oh. a dryness to both of yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. 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 How ripe was the banana? Oh, that's an important question. How a ripe was it? A little less ripe. Okay. Right? okay. I'm not into super ripe bananas. Cool. Yeah. I like a little green in my banana. A little green in your like banana. A little, <laughs> a little stem in your grenache, yeah. and a little green in your yep. banana. Yep. <laughs> The green I like and the banana, then you drink the scotch. Huh? Uh, I'll have to try we this. We need to do this. <laughs> I really can't. No, out I really want to try. This. No, I really want to try. I've it, got so. some some Glenmorangie yeah. at home. Yeah, I, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be like that Macallan. It was like just that probably kind a smoky, of, uh, a smoky, probably kinda, a smoky or, or like a, a sherry cask finished scotch, yeah. and then you know banana. I I got to try this. Anyway. I love a green banana. Um, oh, well, well, what do you guys think? Like like you know the you know the you know the wine cheese thing. I mean. Do you feel like it's sort of cheating to serve what wine? Do you mean? I mean, in the sense that, like, doesn't cheese make all wine taste better? Like, no. cheese? Oh, okay. No, I don't think no. so. All right. Um, I wasn't sure if some people were like, I'm going to, I can get wine. away with serving this wine because I'm serving it with cheese and the cheese will make the wine taste better. Mm, I'm just curious. I like, think, think so. Especially okay. like some red wines, I feel like cheese, especially if it's a creamier, richer one, will mm. kind of like jump. The, if you get a really tannic wine, it's like not a it's good, not a good combo. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, All right. Yeah. It's more like That's also just a like general a, question. Like a palate reset, too. It can okay. Help with that yeah. kind of yeah. stuff, too. It depends mm-hmm. on the cheese and the wine. Yeah, yeah. it really depends, I think. Yeah. But I, yes, they I, do I, often go well. Yeah. Yeah. The main reason I asked that question is that early on in my. Uh, wine drinking life i remember going to some very kind of rudimentary wine events where they where cheese was sort of de rigueur and i and i started thinking like i wonder what this wine would taste like without oh, this cheese i see why you oh, think that yeah right, right. Oh. yeah i was like what are you yeah huh. yeah, yeah. No, and I, so I yeah I, i'm kind of rolling the tape back here yeah. you know like like in general like i love it it's like a wine bar should have cheese yeah i'm yeah. not yeah i mean yeah. it's a wonderful pairing but i was just thinking about like, wait a second. Like, No, I don't think it's cheating. If anything, okay. I think it's the more elements you throw in, the trickier it is a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's more common because it resets the palate. Got it. Awesome. And like re-kind of coats your palate. So you, when you take another sip of wine, you can kind of experience the essence of the wine again That's after awesome. your palate gets dulled down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Dang. Oh anyway. no! Don't right. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, this is live for now. Yeah, this Sorry. is live. Okay, no, this is next live. question. Uh, what's your favorite non-wine drink? It can be alcoholic or not. Like, wow. if you want a flavored beverage. Oh my God! Favorite non-wine drink. Your favorite non-wine drink. Wow. Is it moon juice? I kind of <laughs> like Ardbeg Oogadol. Oh Just wow! Really. 
You really, really like those PD yeah. scotches. Ugh. Nice. I haven't tried it with banana. but <laughs> You should do that. <laughs> try it with plantains. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. That sounds Yeah, good. it's a really, really PD scotch. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. You like the mezcals too, I bet. I like them okay. Um, yeah, more yeah, more, more in a scotch than mezcal, but yeah, mezcal's fine. I just was thinking of the Fair smoky yeah, kind yeah, of things. Yeah. Um, the next question is like what uh, place that has wine or it could be a rare Minnesota brewery that hmm. do you want to visit and, and yeah, tell us oh, oh, if you could choose a place to visit for, for the beverages. Oh, wow. Or the food, actually. Oh, my God. There's so By many. The <laughs> I know, right? You can name them all. Oh, wow. Alta Adige? Yeah. <gasps> no, that'd be wonderful. I love, I love the wine I've had from there. Um, where would I like to... Hill County, Texas. Oh, my God. Hill County, te- sure. Um, I want to go to Texas. You know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say uh, uh, Prairie Rot. I you like know, it. I, I've Good never choice. really been to that region. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to Barcelona, which I guess is you know basically that region. But but I mean, I, I had I wasn't there expressly to drink see, wine, yeah. I, and I didn't know anything about Priorat at the time. I wouldn't have maybe drank it, didn't know it. Yeah, you know, I was twenty one. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, nice. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. More garnacha. Mm-hmm. Um, garnacha. Yeah. One more question between our before our last one. If you made a wine, um, what would you want to make, and what would you name it? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. I guess given this conversation, I'm, I feel sort of cornered into making a Rhone-style blend. <laughs> you know, you can it, go wild. Yeah. You make Chardonnay. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. It's like a Rhone-Bauer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. I could... Like a rich, rich, buttery Chardonnay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, these are tough yeah. questions yeah. I'm recognizing. What would, I, what would you call it? Though? Oh, what would yeah. I call it? What would you call it? Um, en français? Mr. Writer. En <laughs> français. Yeah, no, that would Question be Question mark. Yeah. A, a Californian wine called en français. En français. En français. I like it. Yeah. En français. Yeah, I like it. Actually, yeah. I would totally I'm drink a, that. I'd drink yeah. that. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um... So should we do our, our final question? Oh, our final question. Uh, well, yeah. I thought you had one more after. Was that all no, your... Was it was the all? final five, and no. our, our question was and the last. And that concludes the final, final five. five. <laughs> <laughs> seen it's as seen on Delectable. <laughs> as seen on Delectable, the yeah. final five. As, yeah. uh, right. The last of the five okay. is, uh, what's bringing you joy? What's bringing you joy? What's bringing oh, you wow. Happiness? happiness. We are in Los oh, Angeles. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Just waking up every day, and I'm still a writer. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. awesome. Yeah, right. I'm always pinching myself. I'm like, I get to do this. This is fun. That is fun. Yeah, it's fun. That is very true. Well, yeah. I hope you keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it. Obviously, your books are it. fantastic. Yeah. And as much as I can. I, I like. It was one of those books that I kept having to shut and, and be like, I can't. Oh, dang. Stay up later. <laughs> I have to sleep at some point. Yeah. Uh, well, cheers to you waking up every morning yeah. and being a writer. Well, thank, thank you so you. much for being thank here. And oh, thank you. Thanks for having cheers. me. This cheers. is a really cheers fun conversation. You, Yay. Bing. Cheers. Thanks, David. Bing. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my PA. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with minute I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mate. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say don't this has been a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now